Welcome to this Girl Life podcast. We're your hosts, Whitney Kleiner and Kristen Kavan, best friends who understand the power of friendship, good conversations, and the realness of creating your best life. Each week, you can find us here having real, raw, unfiltered conversations that you want to have with your best friends. It's everything you need to know to master this girl life. Let's get it started. Hi, TGL troops, troopers. We're still figuring out how we use that. We are so excited. It's TGL Tuesday. We're so excited to be back with you. It's Kristen and Whitney. I love that. TGL Tuesday? Why didn't I think of that? TGL Tuesday. Why didn't, why didn't I love we it. just think of that now? <laughs> Episode 20, coming in hot. Yeah. <laughs> no. We made it. It is 20. We we made it, guys. Yeah. TGL Tuesday, TGL 20. There's so many words that work for this. <laughs> <laughs> guys, Whitney and I are a little, what's the word? Tired. <laughs> it's tired. You would think we were, we were like, we were just coming from brunch and champagne, but it's like, no, this is a weird vibe right now. Yeah. This is being a mom tired, I feel like. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're just, you're tired. We've had, Whitney was holding down the fort with a sick baby. I was holding down the fort with a husband being gone. And you know, it just kind of kicks your butt. Yeah, I guess it really did. I don't know. I just, <laughs> we're I'm both like, sitting here like, uh. I'm, I'm here. I guess we all have those days. It's just like, I'm here. But we're so, we're so glad you're here for episode 20. And we have really we were just chatting before that we've felt the love so much I feel like TGL is kind of catching on last week was our you know in terms of listeners and people really gravitating just to TGL like it was a big week for us so it was yeah I had so many people reach out and just say how much they love Ashley and her story and her she's just inspiring so it was really cool to hear that you guys really enjoyed listening to her because we loved it we did and so if you haven't listened to episode 19 go back um it was very powerful and so yeah we just yeah it's it's a big week for us we have a new website finally we have that up and going some new graphics yeah we're looking good yeah we got a little refresh going looking hot yeah, we are. So. And to think it's just us two figuring it out on our own and no one helping us. I know. I have to say, guys, Instagram post, go back and look. I did this graphic. I created it. It's a billboard, right? I created it. Yeah. I did like Photoshop stuff. I've had, I don't countless people be like, oh my gosh, holy crap, you guys have a billboard. I was like, holy shit, my skills are so good. Yeah, they are, girl. <laughs> if you, you know, if this ever doesn't work out, you could go into Photoshop for like your full time job. I'm pretty sure. Hi, I'm a your high school yearbook <laughs> teacher. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm here to teach you Photoshop. <laughs> Gosh, by the time that like our kids are going to be in yearbook, they won't even know what Photoshop is. Yeah, like think about how hard it used to be. It was back in the day. It was not easy because we were both no. in yearbook. Yeah, it was not easy at all. And now no. it's just like all on our iPhones and snip, snip, and it's done. No, well, listen, we we don't even, I can't even comprehend like all these young people. Like I'm so effing old, even though we're considered millennials. Um, they like whip Actually. stuff out technically. <laughs> um, but they whip stuff out faster than they are like the craziest content creators. 
I know. It's amazing. It really is. I'm over here like, oh, <laughs> trying to figure it out. <laughs> well, I think we do pretty oh, good. Well. But... I do too. We're good. Okay. Um, We should talk about today's guest for a minute before we like hop into the fun segments of today's oh, show. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about today's guest. I like that. So her name's Shakisha Van Putten. She is a boss. Boss. Basically, she's like a lady boss. And the cool thing about her, guys, is she is cutting out the middleman for influencers, actors, models, singers, all that fun stuff by creating kind of an online platform. Yeah. Where you can directly connect with jobs, castings, things like that. And we just thought this was super cool because so many of our listeners are influencers and wanting to get into that space so yeah bloggers so this is just like one more avenue for you guys to have in like your back pocket yeah I've already applied it's called Castango it's her business um and I have already created a profile and I'm applying for some jobs here in San Diego it's that easy and we were blown away by her just like hey I see the need and I created a business (laughs) Yeah, she's amazing. And she's just cool and chill and, like, is a girl boss. And I think that's, like, such a cool thing to bring to you guys because we learned a lot from her and you guys are going to love her. Yes. So that's coming up after we do, of course, It's Yay and Nay with Wit and Kay. Oh, shit. Okay, so I thought we could just do a Yay and Nay from the weekend. Deal. I mean, it was kind of a shitty weekend, but, you know. We got to find the yay somewhere. We got to find the yay. Okay, let's start with nay. Get those out of the way. (laughs) I'm rhyming really bad and it's annoying. (laughs) Yo, yo, Eminem, what's up? (laughs) Um, Do you want to go first or do you want me to? You can go first. Okay, I think my nay from the weekend is I started my period, guys. Mm. I haven't had a period in over two years. Oh my gosh, it's like that period. Mm-hmm. It's like the big dog. She's here. She's back. She is back. <laughs> um, I haven't had a real period since before my first pregnancy. So like two years ago this summer. Oh my gosh. How, what is it like? <laughs> is it like, you know, I thought it would be way worse, but I, it was when I was traveling for work last week and, or at the end of the week and I didn't have a tampon or a pad because I yeah. haven't had a period in two years and I was like, all of a sudden, I'm a 13-year-old prepubescent girl starting her period in the middle of gym class. Like, I had no idea. So did you take toilet paper and make, like, a yeah. pad? Yeah. And yeah. then I had to, like, go buy myself some tampons. Like, mortifying. Yeah. Well, so we've all been there. Aunt Flo is here again. But that's good. Yeah, you know, she's here. That It'll, means... It, it was bound to happen. You know, your body is... It's Working just, like it should, right? Boring. That's better than mine. <laughs> So (laughs) that was my nay because I was not prepared to have cramps and all that stuff this weekend, but they're here. And I I feel you actually. So (laughs) I get it. Um, My nay happened yesterday in CVS. Um, My child was sick and I took her into the minute clinic and I was getting her a little toy after because she had to get swabbed for strep throat. And of course, like every kid hates that. Right. So I was like, you'll get a toy. You'll get a toy. So anyway, she got a toy. And as we were walking to the cash register, this old man, he's probably like 70, with a cane. Okay, I get it. He literally looks at me walking by as he's walking and goes, you're a giant. 
And I was like, what? Uh, I'm sorry. Like, what? What did you say? Like, I, I was in total shock. It's What's not, wrong with people? Well, it's not, anor- you know, it's not abnormal. I know. Right? But still. Um, and so literally the guy at the cash register, like we were laughing about it. But I, as I walked out, it was like, where, where are people's filters? Seriously, though. Right? That's and annoying. I told my husband and he was like, well, he is old. Like anyone over 70 should have a pass. Not true. Yeah. I'm like. That just means that people over 70 can be like creeps and jerks and not have any accountability. That's not. I don't like that. I don't like You know, either. if I was there, I would have gotten in his face like I used to when we were young. Oh, yeah. No. My, you know, my besties always. <laughs> Guys, my <laughs> favorite favorite thing when we would go out to the clubs was to get in people's face that would get in Whitney's so like if a dude would be like whoa you're tall I'd be like yeah and you're short and stupid like it was my favorite thing to like get in their faces or like when a girl was mean I'd be like you're just ugly and don't want and you want to look like Whitney and like guys it was my favorite thing in the whole world that gets me so jacked up but what's so funny is sometimes they would just make a little comment or something. It wouldn't even be bad. And Kristen and Cody, like all the girls would just like go off. And I'm like, guys, it's okay. Like, I mean, I was in like foreign shields. So I technically was like six, four or five sometimes. So I know it was, you know, shocking to people. But I was just in tennis shoes yesterday. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. So people are rude. Ew. Okay. Yeah. What's your yay? Uh, yay. My yay. Okay. See, what is with the rhyming? I got to get off of this. Dude. Okay. <laughs> oh, my yay. Okay. Yesterday I went to Costco. I was trying to think of one. Just from like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I was home all weekend, so I didn't do a whole lot besides drink wine after Quinny went to bed. But yesterday we were at Costco and I was in the checkout line and this lady walked up to me and she said I can tell that you're a really good mom and I was like thanks and you know it kind of takes you off guard for a second like okay are you are you being a bitch or are you like being legitimately nice to me and she was just being nice and then she walked away and I was like so nice I know and I kind of felt like a shit show because you know like Costco at one o'clock on a Saturday is a madhouse so you're just kind of like trying to get through and there's things and Quinny was starting to lose her mind because it was almost nap time and I don't know. I feel like she saw me needing to hear that, and she said it, and it really made my whole day. That's so sweet. That's, like, what we I need know. to be doing more is, like, lifting each other up just with, like, the little things like that. Right. You and know? she didn't even stay around long enough for me to, like, say thank you or anything, like, give a compliment back, which is kind of cool because yeah. she's like she your just little, did it and left. Yeah. Spring, sprinkled that little fairy dust right there, like, boop, and then was like, <laughs> and then disappeared. I know it was so nice. So it was a really good reminder to me to do that to other women that you see out. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because here I am now talking about it two days later. It was so sweet. So yeah, made your whole weekend. Yeah. Um, What's your yay? My yay is um, even though Blakely was sick, (laughs) this is maybe bad parenting. I don't know. She was like on and off sick throughout the weekend. But Kale and I had planned our first date night in a long time. Like, we don't have that opportunity a lot. So we did. We went out. We had our first date night. And we sat there. And we were, like, having cocktails. And it was just so nice to be. That sounds amazing. Yeah. It really was. It was. Good. I don't know. Just what we needed. You know? Like, a reconnection. Um, Totally. Even though, I I mean, I'm pretty happy not. We're kind of hermits. 
you and Adam are not really hermits. <laughs> Kale and I are hermits. But so like I'm cool doing the other stuff. But it was just nice to not have Blakely. So yeah, yeah, you know that's awesome. I'm I'm glad that's fun. Sometimes it you need to get out of the house just every once in a while. Well, yeah, and after honestly, you guys, I had been puked on. I don't know how many times. And um, <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah. crazy weekend. But again, we're so excited that you guys are here. You're listening. It's episode 20. I just, I'm like pumped just pumped. in general about TGL right now. I'm just like, really? guys, we didn't talk about the troops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Cause you, you mentioned you like, I intro you guys as troops. So Whitney and I, as you know, have been trying to build a community and we've, we've been creating one and we have a great one. We have some great people on Instagram and we call you our listeners, but really you're our peeps. And you're our troopers or our troops or the TGL troop. So yeah, you'll probably see variations of that all over. Yeah. We just kind of wanted to like, it was just kind of weird to be like, Hey guys, like hey followers. <laughs> I don't know. So we were like, no, we need to like legitimately have a, a fun little community name. And so we, Kristen was in Girl Scouts <laughs> And Beverly Hills, what a troop, is my yeah. <laughs> favorite movie from my childhood. So we decided, we thought, I think that's really cute. And plus, you know, Kristen, you have to bust out a few. I mean, Kristen was like, you guys, hardcore Girl Scout. And I was hardcore. opposite. Hardcore. Yeah. Uh, my mom was a troop leader. Oh, Cindy always... But Always we were, like, the it. cool – I mean, I we weren't – like, I wasn't cool. But, like, we did cool Girl Scout stuff. Like, we went camping all the time. And, like, we just did, like, cool things. It wasn't just, like, got together on Tuesday, which we did or whatever day it was. But we – my house was the house that distributed all the cookies for Scottsdale, which was so cool. So my whole garage was full of cookies. Yeah, How it was fun. How many cookies did you sell? Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I used to go into my dad's office and put the cookie thing. And so, like, it would be in, like, the break room of my dad's office. So that's where I would get so many sales. That's so smart. That's so yeah. smart. But, yeah, I will um, ask my mom to find a really good Kristen Girl Scout yes. <laughs> Girl Scout uniform picture. And I'll make sure to post it on TGL. Yeah, and if any of you guys have – because I know so many people are Girl Scouts or were. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But send Share us your photos. Us. Yeah. Yeah. So I know, well, I was never a Girl Scout, but I thought about being a, a little naughty Girl Scout for Halloween one time at ASU. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it all qualifies. You're part count, of a count me a in. Troop, but... <laughs> I count. Anyways. Yes, all right. All right, guys. Well, <laughs> both of us went in at the same time. <laughs> We're excited for you to hear from Shakisha and all about Castango and how to be a girl boss. So enjoy the 20th episode of TGL, guys. Hi, everyone. Welcome to This Girl Life. We're so excited today. We have on Shakisha Van Putten today. She is a girl boss in the tech world, and she is the creator of Castango. And we are so excited to have you on This Girl Life today. Welcome. Hi, ladies. Good to be here. We're so excited that you were able to make this happen. So thank you for coming on. You are very welcome. I'm very happy to be here and to chat with you ladies. We want to start. We want you to go way back. We want you to give us a little bit of your story, you know, your background, and then 
talk about how you and created Castango. Well, sure. I got started. I'm actually originally from Los Angeles, California, and I started my career in front of the camera when I was 15 years old. Um, I have always loved dancing and acting and have been a performer for a majority of my life. And my parents saw that I had this passion and interest at a very young age. So they helped me get an agent when I was 15. And I started working in the industry doing a variety of different jobs in commercials, movies. Um, I cheered for the Los Angeles Lakers for two years and had a pretty successful career in front of the camera. How cool. Dang. That's sweet. What films were you in? (laughs) Would we know any of your films? Yeah, so I was in um, the Austin Powers movies, Austin Powers 1 and 2. I was in um, American Beauty, which won an Academy Award. Whoa. Batman and Robin. Yeah, I've I've done quite a bit. It's like worked, did like Pepsi commercials and uh, just the gamut. It was, it literally turned into a career for over a decade and um, was able to, you know, completely do that full time for, for throughout my 20s. How so, cool. So when, oh, sorry, what? Go no, ahead. No, no. I'm just like, so, so yeah. when did you say, okay, there's this need for something. I'm going to create a business. Right. Yeah, How do you make so, that transition? Right. So being in the business for, you know, the time that I was, I was fortunate to have a great agent and a great uh, career. However, I saw, I really didn't like having to wait for my agent to find me job opportunities. Um, Oftentimes, you know, you get started in the industry, you get an agent, and um, they're pretty much in control of your career. And I just didn't like the downtime. I mean, I didn't like in between, like, what are you doing when you're, you're not working? So I saw that there was a need to create a space for talent to find jobs and get opportunities when they're waiting for their agent to call them. So that's kind of what inspired me to start Castango. I also had um, a love for technology. I saw how technology was disrupting so many things and making things easier. Um, And then uh, I just got into a place in my life where I was like, you know, I think there's an opportunity here. I think there's a way to streamline the process and connect uh, talent with uh, jobs direct. How cool. So two things, where did the name come from and how does it work? So how do you apply? Who can apply? So Castango is an on-demand marketplace, very similar to a lot of the other marketplaces out there like Uber, um, even Airbnb. You just simply uh, sign up, you build a profile. And if you're a talent, you can sign up, build a profile and then start searching for job opportunities online. If you're a company, you sign up and you post a job. It's completely free to get started. And then you can search and hire talent um, on demand. So really, there's no middleman in this situation, which is what I wanted to do, is create a place for talent to be able to find jobs without having to have somebody, you know, represent them. Yeah, so it really does. It it you saw a need and it's like you cut out that middleman for the models, actors, even brands. So how does it help your clients? So does it help with like time, money? Are those like the main things you're seeing people? um, Yeah, it's, 
it's all of the above. It saves clients time, money, by eliminating the middleman, companies, companies set the rate. So essentially, let's just say I'm a company and I'm looking for a model for my new clothing, my apparel company, um, and I'm maybe shooting a catalog. So you may have a budget. You may say, oh, I have $1,000 to be able to hire a model to shoot this catalog. Um, instead of going to an agency who would traditionally set the rate, they would say, oh, you need a model that's going to cost you $5,000 or whatever. Um, the client can set the rate and then post the job on the website. And then talent that are interested, that are in their uh, area can apply. And then the company will just hire and book the talent all online. So it's no middleman. It's even the payment is the payment transaction is all done through the web platform. I love cool. it. You're putting yeah. the power back in the hands of the brands and the and, and the, the talent. talent. And yeah. the talent. Yeah. The goal is really to inspire talent to take control of their career. Um, I really think that it's important to have control over what it is that you're doing. It's nice to have the support of an agent. I loved my agent. I had a great agent when I was in the business, but it's really nice to have that perspective of like, what can I do to forward my career and to take control of your career to make it what you want it? Yeah. It's definitely like, I feel like if this was available back in the day when I was like 20 and you know, wanting to be in the modeling world and all that stuff, <laughs> yeah. I would have, I would have handled this because I didn't want to deal with, and my parents wouldn't let me, like, you know, do the whole agency thing and move to New York. And this is an opportunity yeah. where it's like you definitely have more control. So, absolutely, my thirteen-year-old yeah. Barbizon profile would have been all up. <laughs> oh my God, you have Barbizon! I love oh. Barbizon. Gosh, Did I you was have, like the glamour shots with like the hair and the makeup and everything. And I was 12 and so awkward with like full, I mean, it was so bad. My Barbizon pro like portfolio is so embarrassing if anyone ever saw it. Why do I not yeah. know what this is? Oh yeah. So it was before we met. So I think it was when I was in like sixth or seventh grade. I'm literally 12 or 13. Had to be younger than that. Cause I still had braces in all these pictures. So they didn't let me smile. Nice. I don't close mouth smile. It was yes. mortifying. I would have died to have a thing where I got to be in control. Yeah. yeah. Oh you my need to pull out some of those pictures. I think those pictures need to resurface. Yeah, they should for this. <laughs> we'll, we'll put them all over Instagram. How about that? All of our, my old model. I love photos. it. Oh, oh my God. So yeah. You have really had such a cool experience. So what is one thing, I mean, you've been through it all. What is one thing you would tell your younger self now, looking back on all of the things that you've been through? Oh, I love that question. Cause I would tell my younger self like a million things, uh, is not like the joy of life is like you learn through experience. Uh, but I think one of the biggest things is, uh, that you have time. I think that when I was younger, I had this pressure to, achieve my goals by the time I was 30. I was like, I have to have it all. I've got to make my millions. I've got to be married. I've got to have the kids. I've got to have it all by the time I'm 30. And you know, what you realize is that there's really no rush. I mean, now I'm like, it's a decade later and I feel like I'm just hitting my prime. Like, I feel like there's so much to appreciate in the moment to enjoy, you know, like wherever you are, it's a stepping stone to the next phase in your life. So you really want to enjoy where you're at and, and really just be present in that moment 
And, you know, you can look forward to the future, you can set goals, but putting the pressure on yourself to have like everything done by the time you're 25, is just, it's, it's kind of crazy. You know, it's like, enjoy where you're at, enjoy the process, continue to build on it and go from there. Isn't it amazing what the age of 30 puts the pressure on people? I remember before I turned 30, it was like this looming cloud of like, what have I accomplished or not accomplished in my life? And it's so silly. It's so silly. It's so silly. You know, you're just like, okay, what am I going to do next? You know, like now I'm so excited about like the next phase of my life, the next phase of my career. It doesn't end. It's not like 30 happens and like the world is over, you know, it's like, it's like, it's always a new beginning. So always. And so I, you, you powered through and you got into the tech world. I mean, was your degree in anything technology or did you, did you just like come in and have to learn it right away? And I, I have to know about what it's like to be a woman in the tech world. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And the answer is no, I did not get my degree in technology. I got my degree in communications and musical theater. So um, I can talk, I can sing, I can dance, I can act. But yeah, no, coding was not part of my like curriculum. Uh, I had to learn everything from scratch. I was very, very fortunate to have entrepreneurial parents who were like teaching me just through life. Like I was fortunate to see them model being a business owner. Uh, my, my dad had a medical practice and watched my mom and dad build this successful practice. That kind of was my, my motivation. And, um, but everything when it comes to being a founder, to be being a CEO of a company, I had to learn. Um, I did a program called the score Institute uh, for entrepreneurs, which was part of the small business administration. And it was a really great program that kind of just, you know, taught me very quickly how to even to like put a business plan together and, you know, build a financial model and do the research that was needed to get a business up and running. Um, but I had to learn quickly and, and just, you know, hands-on, but it's been really an amazing experience. I definitely would say that it's something I'm most proud of in my life. Uh, I've had a lot of success, like I said, cheering for the Lakers being in an Academy Award-winning movies, but really starting my business has been the thing that I feel that I've been most proud of because um, it's my own. It's something that I built from ground up, blood, sweat, and tears, mm-hmm. um, working with developers, working with marketing teams, uh, and creating something that is helping thousands of people find jobs and get work. It's It's been great. What would you say you think is one of the biggest challenges that you've had since starting a company? Um, The biggest challenge would be having to wear so many hats when you're starting a business and you know, you got a lean start. It's, you really have to, to wear multiple hats. You know, you've got to be the, you know, operations, you've got to do the marketing, the business development, uh, HR, you know, you're hiring Mm -hmm. people, you know, there's just so much, involved with running a business. And when you're starting early, you may not like, you know, I didn't have like a lot of capital to just hire a team of people to get started. I've slowly progressed and grown over the years. So I think that's probably the biggest challenge. And and I think it's true for a lot of startups and people who are starting businesses that it's just, you've got to be really lean when you're starting and do multiple things. Yeah. 
I gotta can't. grind it out. <laughs> <laughs> you do. I heard on another podcast I that you were on, and you said something that was so brilliant. And I want you to just take a moment to talk about it. You said, for people who are starting a business, you have to fail fast and learn to pivot. So. Yes. Will you share a little bit about that for people who are wanting to start a business or have a business? Absolutely. I mean, I think failure, it's just, it's such a good topic. People are afraid to even say it because no one wants to fail. Like failure, just like, oh, I failed. But really, honestly, failure is like such a beautiful thing because you learn. You learn something every time you fail. And that's not to say you're not going to succeed. you hear many, many successful people who failed multiple times and been successful. Um, really making those mistakes early to see where you can fix things and to do it quickly is what is going to lead you to success faster. When I started my business, um, it was really just a job board. I had created um, a website called Trade Show Casting, which was helping trade show models find connect with companies and find jobs but I wasn't managing the payment or anything like that. It was just a job board. And I quickly saw, I was like, it's really not just the connection that needs to happen here. It's the payments. That's where the real challenges were happening. But I wouldn't know that had I not built out that first kind of prototype to see what was really happening and being able to solve the true problem. So um, without having those experiences, you wouldn't know. And um, honestly, I can say I did come up with the fail fast and pivot that came from um, I read a book when I was starting my company um, called The Lean Startup. And it's actually a book uh, by Eric Reese. And that was one of the first things that I read. And he was like, you've got to when you're building a startup and you have a lean startup, meaning like just a little bit of capital to work with, you've got to fail fast. You've got to like learn pivot where needed and change. So I'm really grateful that I read that book early in my, in my startup life because it helped me. And, you know, I, I still continue to, to modify our platform and to pivot technology is changing so much in this day and age. Like it's just so everything is happening so rapidly that you've got to really stay in tune with what's going on and create, you know, things to help, help the business grow. Yeah. That kind of leads into our next question, actually. Yeah. So with, I mean, like, like you said, the tech world's changing. Where do you see yourself and Castango in five years? Where do you see this going and transforming and pivoting and moving? Yeah. Well, my hope is to take Castango internationally. Um, I see right now it's, again, such an exciting time because more and more is happening in the digital space from marketing campaigns. I mean, you're seeing more and more advertising and marketing happening right on your phone. You know, you're looking at Mm -hmm. your mobile device and, you know, you're watching movies, you're getting advertisements. So really Castango being that primary source for anybody that is casting a commercial, a a print campaign, uh, an e-learning video, a trade show, live event that, that Castango is the go-to to find talent for all of that. And not just in the U.S., but around the world. That's I. I hope that that happens for you guys, because that that is, would be incredible. And for from what you've noticed, is it a lot of women that you um, that are signing up and that you're working with primarily on Castango? Because I know we had talked about um, you know empowering women and and lifting each other up some. So 
Is it women that you're primarily seeing and working with, or do you have a good percentage of men as well? It's men and women. I mean, it's it started off primarily with women, um, a lot of models, you know, female models, and um, it has really just evolved. I mean, we get castings all the time for a variety of different roles. It's really not age specific anymore. Um, you know, we do do a lot of influencer type campaigns with looking for people in their 20s, but more and more companies are looking for real people. They're looking for people that are true representations of their brand. Um, I've done uh, some work recently where they were looking for um, baby boomers even. Like I've done some work where they're looking, yeah, the kids, um, just all ages. It really is across the spectrum. Uh, it just really depends on what the product or brand, it could be an outdoors brand and they're looking for, you know, an athletic male that looks like he's in the, you know, outdoor arena. Um, it could be for, we did one for a, um, United Healthcare and they needed people of all ages and demographics. Uh, so it really crosses the spectrum. And I think that's, what's exciting. And I think that's where I look at it from a more global perspective. Um, yeah you know, every brand needs talent of some sort, mm -hmm. whether it be for their print campaign or for a trade show or commercial. So we are here to provide that. I think that's what people don't realize. There's so many people obviously wanting to get into the influencer world, or there's people who have been bloggers for a long time that have done well, but like, what's the next step? And I think people mm -hmm. don't really realize that brands really are searching for more of the all like, the real people, you know, we've mm -hmm. made Absolutely. that transition. Mm -hmm. So um, it's definitely yeah. nice to know that there's a place where you can go and just see if you fit. Yeah, yeah. You fit the bill. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And people are, I mean, it's, and you know, and these are paid jobs, which is great because a lot of times people will do things and, you know, they're doing them for free, which is great. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, with, with our platform now, if you are looking to partner with a brand, this is a place to build those relationships and get paid to do it. And the clients are very clear about what their budget is and what they're looking for. So really the sky is the limit when it comes to that. Some, and we just actually launched a feature on our site, which I'm really excited about called the Castango Factor, which ties in your social media influence. So that, because we were getting a lot of companies that were very interested in some of our talents following. So we integrated that. So now each talent can upload their social media statistics and a company can search talent based on their following. That's cool. I definitely, yeah, that's so cool. I, Kristen said she signed up and I was like, mm -hmm. I'm going to sign. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody sign up. I love well, it. Well, cause I just wanted to make sure, like I wanted to check it out, you know? And I was yeah, like, this is so easy and it's yeah. so simple and it's cool. I already like searched for Colorado and like what they have in Denver and there was like three trade shows that already happened this summer, but it's cool. It's so straightforward, so easy to use. I do love the social integration because especially in today's day and age, like my Instagram following is super engaged with me and I love it. And I think that should matter to people that want to, would potentially want to hire like influencers and things like that. So it does. It, was, it does. It was super easy to use. It took me like 20 minutes to build a profile and that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. I love it. And we're, you know, it's so fun to have opportunities all over the country. Mm -hmm. When I was launching my, my platform, I was like, should I just do the big cities, you know, New York, LA, 
uh, Florida, you know, Miami and all this, but I'm really glad that I didn't limit it to that because we've gotten job opportunities. I mean, everywhere from like Ohio and small towns in the U S and it's exciting to see people in those little communities who are like, I would never have an opportunity to do this kind of work. And then all of a sudden they're like in a print campaign or doing something in their local city. So it's good. Yeah. That's so cool. It's, yeah. I know I'm a hundred percent signing up because forever <laughs> I was that girl that I still that am. I was a girl you that was do like, it. Oh, I just, you know, I, Kristen got on my ass, like, I don't know, a couple months ago and was like, you have, you know, a good following and you, you know, you, you're doing this, this, this. And I wasn't asking to get paid for anything, yeah. and but I was like yeah. doing stuff, you know, and yeah. I was like, okay, I guess I should ask, you yeah. know. And yeah. so yeah. I think it just, I like that it's almost like you don't have to ask, you just sign up yeah. and you know that you're going to get paid because I right. like feel so uncomfortable being like, well, you know. And that's why I built that because that's what was happening before. I mean, we had talent that were getting jobs, but they were just uncomfortable at the end. And to like, how do I ask for payment? You know, you're going to pay me cash, check, check. Like, what is it? Whereas this way, it's all streamlined. We handle all of the financial side of it. You just have to build a beautiful profile and, you know, be available when the job opportunity hits and you know and we recommend that people share that they have a castingo profile because it also helps with you marketing yourself so that if you do engage with a brand that you can send them there to actually do the transaction very cool what um do you guys have a hashtag is it ha- we have yeah it's castango now that's for and we mainly use that hashtag for jobs people that are doing jobs and so forth um, and then my hashtag is casting a dream, which is essentially my journey. And I encourage other people who are pursuing uh, their career in the industry to, to hashtag casting a dream for things that they've accomplished. Cool. So cool. So where, where can everyone find Castango and find you share the deeds? Yeah. So if you're interested in building a profile and getting started with Castango, or if you're a company and you'd like to post a job with us, you just simply go to castango.com. It's completely free to get started on both sides. Um, If you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, you can follow us at Castango Inc. Inc. And uh, if you want to follow me and my journey, and I also do uh, coaching of talent and help talent get started, then you can follow me at Chikisha V. It's just my name with a V at the end. And like I said, you can hashtag casting a dream to share your, your inspirational stories. We love to hear that. Awesome. So one thing we always ask every um, person that we have on TGL is, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received from your best friend? Oh, best piece of advice. I think it is, uh, is to never settle, to never settle in life, to just stay focused on what it is that you believe and, um, follow your dreams and to believe in yourself. Mm, Best kind of advice. I know. I know. And Castango, (laughs) Castango can get you there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for coming on TGL and sharing all about Castango. And I'm literally signing up tonight <laughs> to check hey, out what they have. Hey. I'm in California. I yes, know they have I love stuff. It. So yeah, and you ladies are beautiful. So it'll be perfect. Perfect. 
Yeah. We really appreciate you coming on and sharing all of your nuggets and advice for everyone. And it's been a joy. Thank you guys so much. It's been great chatting with you. I just feel like I'm chatting with my best friend. So it's fun. <laughs> 